You're listening to Ultimate Podcast Marketing, the podcast about podcasting. On this show, we talk about how to turn your passion into a podcast that can earn money, fill up your sales funnel, and help you gain super duper confidence along the way. I'm your host, Emily Milling, podcaster, marketer, producer, and lover of all things podcasting. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Ultimate Podcast Marketing. I am your host and podcast producer, Emily Milling, and today we're talking about what you need to know before you start a podcast. Yeah, we're talking about it. Before we jump in, I would love to share with you that I've got a free mini course that you could check out. It's called How to Start a Podcast, and you can get that at theultimatecreative.com slash startapodcast. I would love for you to check it out, and I really hope that it does help you to get your podcast started. The other thing I want to mention this week, which is very, very, very exciting, is that I will be hosting a free masterclass on October 7th called How to Start Your First Podcast. So like this is if you haven't done anything for your podcast yet, if you if you haven't signed up for the mini course, I don't know why you haven't yet, but truly, like if if you've been thinking about starting a podcast for a really long time, I know a lot of you feel like this. You're like, the timing's not right, whatever it is, but that maybe this was a goal for 2020 and maybe you're like, I really got to bite the bullet. I got to figure it out. You have to come out to this masterclass. It's on October 7th. It's going to be at seven o'clock and I'm going to put a link to this in the show notes as well for you so that you can register you get free reign to ask me whatever your burning podcast questions are because I want to make sure that you can go out into the world and launch your first podcast with confidence. Absolute confidence, darling. I know you can do this. So again, make sure you check that out. It's at theultimatecreative.com slash live class. Okay, now we're going to talk about this episode, which is, <laughs> I'm just going around my notes here. Okay. We're going to talk about what you need to know before you start a podcast. Number one, it's not just about the microphone. Sure, a great microphone is going to go a long way in producing a professional sounding podcast, but if you're not using it correctly, you may as well use your computer mic. Recording on apps that rely on the internet should only be used as a backup source. So that means Zoom, that means Zencaster, you should be recording directly to your computer's hard drive. You'll know that this is the case if you can't record anything when you're not connected to the internet. On a Mac, you can use an app called uh, GarageBand. That's free. It comes with your computer and you just have to turn the metronome off. That's the weird clicking sound you're hearing when you turn it on. On a PC, you can use an app called Audacity. That's another free one. If you happen to have Adobe Creative Suite, you can use Adobe Audition. That's what I use. I find it pretty straightforward and simple to use for podcasting. It gives me a lot of capability, uh, but fair warning, there is not a lot of support for this app on the internet. However, you can always email me and ask me if you have a question, emily at theultimatecreative.com. So here's the thing about recording on the internet. It causes little blips in your audio, and what's happening is these apps are optimized to help people not talk over, talk over each other during meetings, and it creates echo reduction. It's great, great for that specific purpose, but you're getting these filters applied to your audio, which causes it to randomly raise and lower the volume. Additionally, you'll inevitably have moments where the internet cuts in and out, and the audio you get at the end will sound all garbled and awful. It sounds like but it doesn't sound like that at all. I will find an example and insert it here. And the audio you get at the end will sound all garbled and awful. It sounds like great. 
Recording to your computer reduces these types of errors almost completely, unless you have an interface with your microphone set up. So most podcasters are recording using a USB microphone. There is another option that you can have, and this was like before the Blue Yeti came out. I bought my audio interface and I had it connected to a dynamic microphone that I bought for like 20 bucks at Long McQuaid. The interface costs, I don't know, 150 bucks. Sometimes what can happen with these is you'll get a hum in the cables and this can be for any number of reasons. Actually, this can happen with USB mics as well. It could be because you have cross wires, like your power cable is crossed over the USB connector, or it could be your headphone cable is crossed over the USB connector, crossed over the power cable, whatever it is. When you hear that sort of buzzing or electrical hum, that is what's most likely causing it. If you continue to hear it after you've moved all of the cables away, and this happened to me actually, um, my dad's setup had some weird thing happening and I couldn't record a podcast using his Scarlet Foresight uh, interface and the microphone that came with it. Um, I'm pretty sure there are crossed wires in the interface and I'm feeling like he should actually exchange it and get a refund. This kind of hum you cannot get rid of in your recording because it's going to span all of the frequencies of your vocal range. Sometimes hums can be removed if they're out of the range of your voice, but that is not something to bank on. So if you hear hum, get a different audio recording device. Um, The other thing is when you're recording, your environment should be quiet and full of soft surfaces. High ceilings cause echoes that can't be removed from your recording. I can't really go in and pull that out because it's embedded in the whole waveform, if that makes sense. It's sort of like if you're mixing paint and then you get an accidental color in there, you can't take that out of that new paint color you've created. There's a, you know, there's a de-reverb plug-in that you can use, but it does make you sound like you're underwater. Here's what that sounds like. It sounds like I'm underwater. It does not sound very good. I do not recommend using this. So instead, make sure that your environment is set up properly from the beginning. Lots of soft surfaces so that it can absorb sound, which means it's not going to bounce around. And that's what creates that echo effect. And to the best of your ability, remove any external noises like your partner bringing the laundry in, for example, and not realizing that you're recording. (laughs) Mm. Okay, the next thing I want to cover before you start your podcast is that batching is your friend. Podcasting can be intimidating when you're just thinking about how much of it you need to do each week to be consistent, but it doesn't need to be. And I've written out a sample monthly plan that you can use to record your episodes. But really, you want to think about this like different activities each week that are going to support your show. So week one, schedule 30 minutes to an hour to come up with topics and bullet point outlines for four to five episodes. In week two, schedule a morning or an afternoon to record your episodes in one go. You'll feel way more comfortable and in the zone when you record a bunch in one go, which will result in a better quality performance from you. Week number three, schedule a morning or afternoon to edit all of your episodes for the month. Just get it all done and all out of there. And then week number four, schedule a morning or afternoon again to write up the show notes, use your bullet point outlines that you already have, and create social media assets to accompany each episode. Or hire a podcast producer to help you do the heavy lifting in weeks three and four. (laughs) Mm. Here's why I think everybody should batch their podcast content to the best of their ability. It's going to prevent burnout, for sure. 
if you're stuck doing the exact same stuff every week and at the last minute you're recording and writing and all of this stuff, it's going to feel like the walls are caving in around you. You're not going to want to do it the next time. If you plan it out in advance and if you have a content plan and, you you know, strategically like this is the kind of episode I want to release at this point, blah, 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 whatever, even if you let's say, like, don't uh, edit everything in one go. Like, I, I, like every once in a while, I'll record a bunch of episodes and I won't edit them until the night before because that's just how time works for me. At least I have them recorded and I don't have to think about doing that extra work of setting up the microphone and being on and on my A-game, blah, 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 and showing up, blah. I have to do that on Instagram stories anyway all the time. And I'm really, really trying to get better at that. You know what I mean? It's, uh, it's tough. And especially for people who are introverted and need a little bit of that downtime. So doing it every week, obviously, can really cause you to feel like this sucks and I hate doing it. But doing it once a month is significantly easier. Okay, moving on to number three. You don't need sponsors to be considered a successful podcaster. You just don't. This is a really big myth, actually, that I hear a lot that people are like, well, if I don't have a sponsor, then what's the point of me having a podcast? Like, isn't that what, like, why should I do that? So here's the thing. Sponsors aren't all they're cracked up to be. And in fact, most sponsors require at least a thousand downloads per episode. Actually, recently I've heard that they're requiring like 5,000 downloads per episode to be eligible for sponsorship. And then here's the kicker. They only pay about 10 bucks per conversion. At 1,000 downloads per episode, you can expect a 1% conversion, which means you're making $10 an episode. That is like, that is ridiculous. That is not a good business model. So for businesses, if you're bringing in clients with your podcast and you only have 20 downloads per episode, you're already earning more than a sponsor would be paying you for significantly less effort. I really hope you're charging your clients more than $10 because otherwise this math makes absolutely no sense. But think about it like this. If I'm sharing information with you about my free mini course and my free masterclass that are coming up, that may lead you to want to work with me in another capacity. It could be you want to take Podcast Rocket, which comes up, uh, the card opens on October 7th, by the way, uh, or you might want to work with me one-on-one for podcast production. And these are absolutely significantly higher conversion price points for me than if I had sponsorships. And aiming for a thousand downloads per episode, when especially when it's a brand new podcast, is like so overwhelming that why on earth would you feel like this was a viable source of income for you or revenue stream? This is why it's important to think about podcasts being successful not because of sponsorships. Here's another way that you can earn money with your podcast that is not with a sponsorship. This is specifically for content creators, but I mean, if a business podcast wants to do this too, you're totally able to. You can earn, let's say, like five bucks a person using a crowdfunding app like Patreon. And at 20 subscribers per month, you're already blowing the sponsorship numbers out of the water. I'm not a mathematician, and I'm certainly not a math person, so you do the math. But I know that at least two times five is ten. So 20 times five must be a hundred. I did it, math and my. I really hope that's right. And if it's not, too bad, so sad. Okay, moving on to number four. If the tech is overwhelming and stupid, just don't use it. Just don't. Okay. I know I get on my high horse about Zoom sucking. 
aggressively and I, I really hate it. But you know what? If Zoom works for you and Zoom is what you're comfortable with recording, then you have to make it work for you. But at, at a bare minimum, please record to separate tracks. Not all tech, though, is for all people. It's just, it's not. Just because I use Adobe Audition and I'm very quick with it, I don't expect my clients to be able to use it as well. I want to do the best that I can to help them and help you figure out what tech is best for you. I can work with basically whatever because I'm used to all of these different apps and how, like, there are little nuances and all of this sort of stuff. Plus, I will typically just take an audio file and use it in the app that I prefer, which is Adobe Audition. But if you prefer using something else, there's absolutely nothing stopping you from doing that. I think it's really important to emphasize this, too, because the two big things that I hear from people like, why haven't you started your podcast yet is, first of all, it's mindset. Should I actually be doing this? Like, do people want to hear me? Or the tech. I'm not a tech person. I don't understand it. I don't want to do it. So recognizing that some tech is just stupid and dumb is fine. It means it's not for you and you don't have to use it. If you're looking for something else to use and you're like, I'm just so frustrated with everything, just send me an email, emily at theultimatecreative.com. Let me know what your frustrations are and I'll do my best to recommend an app for you and some video tutorials that will help you feel more comfortable with the technology because it just, it pains my heart to know that there are voices that could be in the world that aren't because tech sucks sometimes. I love you, computer. I'm sorry, microphone. But some of them just aren't great. At the end of the day, all you're looking for is an audio file, an MP3 at a minimum. Sometimes you get an MP4. That's that's fine. And then we're going to upload it to the internet. It does not matter how you get there unless you use, use Zoom. I don't know. Just do your best to not use Zoom. Okay. <laughs> You can do this. Finally, the last thing you need to know before you start your podcast, you can't fix it in post. At least not all of it, okay? That echoey sound we talked about earlier. Distortion from audio input that's too loud. Random little bumps from accidentally touching the table that your mic is sitting on or touching the mic itself, like this. I can't get rid of that, especially as I'm talking. It just sounds stupid. Certain hum sounds that are in the same frequency range as your voice, like the buzz from uh, electrical hums from crossed wires, uh, scratching or crinkling sounds that come from rubbing your headphone mic on your collar or on a necklace, those are there for life, baby. It sucks. It really does. Just take off all your jewelry before you start recording and ask your guests also to do that, if at all possible. At the end of the day, your podcast needs to serve you, not the other way around. And the best way to accomplish this is to plan in advance. And remember that you're the expert. You're the one that knows your It's true. It's true. I did a poll. I asked everybody and they agreed. You're smart. You know what you're talking about. These things are just going to help you get over that silly little hump that's blocking you. You are awesome. I don't know how to end this episode. Yeah, you're awesome. That's a great ending. Okay, if you want to learn more about podcasting, don't forget I have my free masterclass coming up October 7th, how to start your very first podcast. And you can sign up for that at theultimatecreative.com slash live class. I will see you in there. Bring your podcast questions. I'm going to answer as many as I possibly can. And if I don't get to them, make sure you email me at emily at theultimatecreative.com. 
Thank you so much for listening. Please rate, review, and subscribe. And I will talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Ultimate Podcast Marketing. If you enjoyed the show and found some value in it, it would mean so much to me if you left a written review and star rating on Apple Podcasts. It'll help more people like you find this show. And if you're looking for a podcast production team, look no further, darlings. We've got you covered. Head on over to theultimatecreative.com slash podcasting. You can also find us over on Instagram at the underscore ultimate creative.